Son of a bitch. One, two, three. Welcome to the Wet Bandits Podcast, Season 3. What does Season 3 mean? Well, we like to have themes um, for each season. Season 1, I can't remember what Season 1 was. No, we didn't have a theme for Season 1. We just you, did. you didn't have a theme. Yeah, I didn't. You're right. It was my fault. Well, kind of. It was like guess. You yeah, the theme, guess. Was, the theme was I spun my CD player and I did, or my CD rack and I touched one, and that was the one we covered. Theme, season two, was sophomore albums. Season three, soundtracks. When do we implement these themes? Only between discographies. Normally, we do uh, 90s band discographies, but in between, we'll do a little mm, palate cleanser, and it'll be a soundtrack. Today, we're covering the Big Lebowski soundtrack. Not a very probably well-known soundtrack, Yeah, but... <laughs> I think a soundtrack that while watching the movie, people enjoy. Yeah. I'm not sure what they think about it on its own. Dude, so I have something to say about that. Hit me like, with I it. I was driving in my car, you know, and usually like, to be honest, some of the stuff we listen to, you're kind of like, listen, click, listen. <laughs> yes. You know, just to get through it. But right. then I kind of like lost myself listening to this, you know, I was like, dude, yeah. Whoa, dude. Yeah. So I <laughs> dude, was- literally. I listened to it a couple times while I was running. Yeah. And it was like, what the hell is going on? Uh-huh. <laughs> but some of it was like really enjoyable. Not in a kind of way that I'm going to be listening to this a lot. But but I found myself like, I'm going to give that a listen again. Yeah. You know? Um, so the release date, I didn't look up the release date on the movie because like, who cares? But the release date of the soundtrack was February 24th, 1998, and it had some heavy hitters to go up against. Number one song on the Billboard charts on February 24th, 1998, My Heart Will Go On from Celine Dion. I don't know that one. You Are you fucking serious? I probably do. You'd know it if you heard it. Yeah. Do you know, have you ever heard of a little movie that's not little because it's called Titanic? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the song from Titanic. Oh. Yeah. The one that like all the kids played on their recorders when they were learning to play. Or piano. Or, or piano, yeah. Or whatever the hell they were playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, number one mainstream rock song on the Billboard, Given to Fly by Pearl Jam. Is that a good one? Uh, It is fine. Dude, this is off topic. Yeah. And I know we're on crunch time. It's better than fine. I usually say fine when I mean something is just okay. Given to Fly is a B-. minus. But... I always forget about this Pearl Jam song, but it rocks. Life Wasted. Yeah. Um, I am okay with... Life Wasted is a B for me. Yeah. I can understand why you... It sounds like a song you'd like. Yeah. That's that's from my favorite Matt Cameron Pearl Jam album. Is that the self-titled? Self-titled. Yeah. The Avocado. Dude, um, I texted you this, but... 
Pearl Jam knew avocados were cool before avocados. That's were, right. You know? I think that's why people love to eat that stupid, <laughs> stupid. What is not? Is it a fruit? I think it's a fruit because yeah, that's, that's a, a seed inside, yeah. right? Nut, yeah, seed. I don't know. If you think I'm an idiot, hit us Choking up on Facebook on or Twitter. <laughs> uh, number one album on February 24th, 1998. Do you want to give it a guess? No. Titanic soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Again, we've seen this even last week when we did the getaway and One Dance from Drake and Views from Drake was the you know number one song, number one album. Here we are again. My Heart Will Go On, number one song, number one album, Titanic soundtrack. So uh, that's how things fell there. And you know what? That's the truth. I wouldn't lie to you about that. Dude, I but don't believe you. On some occasions, I have to know. Do you lie? <laughs> Dude. Do you lie? Um, we just... This is our second <laughs> episode in a row. So some, when we do this, which we've been doing it frequently, uh, sometimes it's hard to have like a a new set of lies dude it's every week bad like motive it's like dude i have to lie so i have lies to talk about actually the do you lie segment has actually made me feel better about myself because you know what (laughs) i don't lie as much as i thought i did Uh even little white lies it's like when have i lied i really haven't lied Uh um i do have a lie though okay um this is again more of a lie of omission but my sister texted me last night it was like do you listen to Malcolm Gladwell's podcast? I didn't lie. I said, no, I don't. And she said, um, you know, oh, he does this thing on, you know, several. I, she, she told me a couple stories. It's really interesting. It made me think differently, blah, 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 blah. Um, and my response was, oh, maybe I'll give it a listen. That was the lie. I, I won't give it a listen. Why? Um, I have read three Malcolm Gladwell books and found them all enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about Malcolm Gladwell, though. And I am influenced by some of the websites I read, read, I should say. Um, and I, I'm, an ev- I'm an easily influenced person, actually. Even though I'm skeptical of things, like when I read things, I often like take them at face value. Like, oh, shit. Like- and, that, <laughs> and that's actually a problem with Ma- Malcolm Gladwell, specifically, is that and I've always known this and I've always had a level of skepticism for him, but like he is a writer and a journalist. He's not a scientist. Oh yeah. And so, but he writes about scientific things and he writes about phenomena that are outside of his realm of expertise. Um, the one thing I really found interesting of his with this like 10,000 hour mastery thing. Yeah. Where like, if you do anything for 10,000 hours, you become a master. And it's like anyone in the fields he likes to reference is like, well, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, but what, what he does is he, he decides what his, you know, he finds some evidence, then decides what his narrative will be. And then he finds other pieces of evidence that fit that narrative nicely. And then he tells a really compelling story about it. There is value in that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not interested in that. I would rather, because I'm so impressionable, I guess. And a lot of people are, probably more impressionable than me even i want somebody who's going to present all sides and still have a compelling argument for one you know um so i don't care to listen to malcolm gladwell's podcast really um 
I've got other podcasts I can listen to, like the goddamn Wet Bandits podcast. Dude, damn straight, dude. Yeah. If you have not subscribed to this and you have gotten this far, what is holding you back? I'll tell you what. Being a jerk. That's the only thing that could possibly be holding you back or right now. Or just quit lying to yourself. Quit lying to yourself. You love this. You love it. Just click it, man. Just click subscribe. And then rate. Five stars only. We have not. Oh, my God. We don't. Who knows how many ratings have been less than five stars since we've stopped reminding people. Five <laughs> stars only, people. Even if you hate it. Five stars. That, Dude, five stars only is just like a way of life. Like, right. Yeah, like. I'm going to say speak the truth, but like, <laughs> but five stars. Yeah, but five stars only, for real. If you don't five stars only, then you're a piece of shit. Um, and lastly, if you want to leave a review, I would love to read your review on the podcast. Or Sam would love to read your review on the podcast. Um, we've read like four. I haven't looked in months. Dude, <laughs> have you ever deleted a review? No, I would never delete don't a review. Lie. I wouldn't lie. Dude, what if we got like a polygraph on? Yeah, I'd pass that. I'd pass that shit. Yeah. You know what? We did have the band has had some bad reviews before that I want to be like, what the fuck is your problem? We have this lady who messaged us about I might have said this on the podcast. About when we played the casino, which by the way, we've oh, never been yeah. invited back to, which makes me wonder about this. Cuz we played well, but we had some lady, I think it was a message on Facebook, so I don't think it was on our wall, so that's good, but she said that the band was good, but like the singer's wife is a bitch. Dude, I think that was like on the wall or something. Really? Because I remember reading that. Oh, yeah, I might have told her to message me. Um, by the way, I don't think at the time Josh and Kathleen were even married yet, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. The point is they said that our singer's wife got them kicked out because she was jealous or something, which just couldn't be more ridiculous. <laughs> like either they were really drunk and they got kicked out and the, the, maybe the, maybe the bouncer like told them that to get them to be quiet or something. I don't know. Or someone was just lying. Yeah. Or someone was just <laughs> like, do you lie? Yes. Or like I'm, I'm the right wife. Now. <laughs> yeah. So who knows what, that was all about but our singer's wife kathleen would never do that for two reasons first of all kathleen was only there for like a half an hour second of all she doesn't care enough to do that <laughs> which is part of the coolness yeah like she kathleen doesn't care enough to be like oh get them out of here um so anyway if that person's listening you can go to hell all right don't Sorry. make up lies yeah freak yeah <laughs> freak um onto the big lebowski soundtrack i like to watch these movies to see the uh songs in context um look i've seen the big lebowski one and a half times now yeah and i i have i don't get why people love it so much i don't dislike it i just don't think it's like the most hilarious like quotable movie of all time i don't know do you how many times have you seen it a few yeah do you love it you know like um i mean it has like a big fan base you know really big like cult following yep 
I can see why. You know, I like it. It's I got just, an aesthetic. I'm just not a big like movie person either. Oh, I mean, okay. I am. You know, I stick. I'll always go see Star Wars. I'll see a, the new Godzilla in the theaters. Right. But like, Pokemon. Yeah, I'll go see Pokemon, man. Cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Did you see Detective Pikachu? Yeah, I did. How dude. was it, dude? It was. I mean, it's like. Oh shit! I'm getting old because, like, in movies like that, it's like they don't go with logic. It's just like, how did that happen? <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, it's like going back and playing a game you used to play when you were a kid. I'm like, how did I used to like be stuck on this level? Like, but anyway, that's sad to hear you say. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, I do. But. I think it's a good movie because it's just like, because you know what, or I don't know, it's a hard movie to understand. Yeah, it actually is. You know? Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. And with those like little like segments in the movie where it's like trippy and, yeah. you know, I think it's like people watch it to figure it out, to f- see, find something that they missed. Right. You know? In fact, I don't know why. And again, the the first time I watched it was a long time ago, but like, it was even confusing to me that there were two Lebowskis. Like that, yeah. I know that's stupid. Like upon rewatch, I'm like, how did I not catch this? But maybe I just like missed one piece of dialogue where I was like not paying attention or talking to somebody else. And if you miss that, like the it doesn't the movie doesn't make sense. I mean, it kind of it's, it's like, you know, maybe you're a lot of the movies today you know, you're missing the point about a movie. Yeah. You know, it's just like, cause you're looking for that. You're just looking for instant, like true, like what's going on, which you know? the, right. Which but, some people would say like, you shouldn't watch a movie that way. You shouldn't be trying to figure out as it goes. You should just like, let it, yeah. You know, marinate a little bit. I mean like popular movies, you know, like blockbusters, you know, I mean, to be honest, like the new star Wars that's coming out, you know, what's going to happen. Like that. Em- I mean, no, but, you mean the good guys are going to win? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, ultimately, you know what's yeah. going to happen. In Jurassic Park, you know what's going to happen. They're going to escape the dinosaurs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I hope. Or maybe not. No, they do. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen the Jurassic Park where they all get eaten. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm kind of losing my train of thought here. No, no, you don't need to. I get what you're saying. It is kind of like some of it is it seems to be like a little disjointed to me. But, and plus, despite the fact that I love Pick a Destiny, I'm not a big, like, stoner movie fan. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. Like, it is kind of like, in, I think it's way better than Pick a Destiny, but. Big Lebowski? Yeah. Better than Pick a Destiny? Like, oh as my a movie? God. I'm sure it is. <laughs> you know. But I know, I want to watch Pick a Destiny. Yeah. I don't know. There's something that's not I'm that sorry, funny Jables. to me about him carrying around a white Russian. And they're like pushing him into the car. And he's like, oh, come on, my drink, man. Like, dude, it's because he just doesn't give. He doesn't care, dude. I get it. I he's get just it. going with it. Yeah, I get it. But that's fine if that's his character. But I don't find it like funny. Yeah. First song on the soundtrack is well, the. Oh, let me stop. You were going to say something. It's just like no matter how like mean you are to this dude, he's just still going. Yeah, that's true. You know, good point. Yeah, dude, dude. Yep. Uh, first song on the soundtrack is Bob Dylan's "The Man in Me," which plays more than once in the movie. <laughs> 
I didn't know this was Bob Dylan. Oh yeah, man. This song is. I accidentally hit pause. Whoops, dude. That's just an example. Like people think too much about writing songs. Yeah, you know, like just write something, man. Like la 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 la. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Literally. Um, what's uh? Oh, I lost my train of thought now. Yeah. Because I hit pause, I lost what I was gonna say. I'm kind of buzzing, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're drinking here a little bit. Not a lot. Well, you're you more than me. Anyway, uh, this song <laughs> is good. Fun to listen to. Good Bob Dylan song. Definitely people should write more songs like that where they don't overthink it that much. Right. Kind of falls into the theme of the movie, too. You know. Um, so I don't have anything else to say about it. No. Though. That song, in some ways, is almost the most normal. Yeah. Here. People are familiar with Bob Dylan and like his songwriting style. Um then we get some Captain Beefheart in there. That's what I'm talking about. I look at her and she looks at me. In her eyes I see the sea. I don't see what she sees in a man like me. She says she loves me. Her eyes. Yeah, her eyes. Appropriately weird. Right? I like that drum beat. Yeah, I like the guitar sound yeah. a lot. Um, not like my style of music, but I genuinely like listening to that song. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um, but but um, accessible. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. Got anything else about this one? No. Yeah. Um, Third song, My Mood Swings, Elvis Costello. She was a smitten on the first by a curious fella. He said, I love the way you talk. I see these songs on my train, like, figure out where they were. It's probably just like a seven second clip you Some know, of them, like driving away or something yeah you know? not not to get too far ahead of ourselves but i'll mention it now the hotel california song yeah the, that cover is only in the movie for like 10 seconds uh-huh. it's a glorious 10 seconds uh-huh. but it's not in it very much this is probably the same thing here i do not know elvis costello very well neither do i um like i know he's a big you know, people love him or whatever, right. and I've never listened to him, but I like this song. It reminds me of like Stone Temple Pilots' "Light." It does, like their acoustic stuff, yeah, and his voice a little bit even. That's a good, good ring-a-ding there. Yeah, sometimes, and I like that little. Um, now those are like three pop songs that at some point in their hit. Oh, actually, the Elvis Costello wasn't a single, I guess, um, but. You know, songs that are accessible to people. Um, Things get weird around here. Like, when I was listening (laughs) to this in my car, I just started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, 
so what Sam and I discovered about the Big Lebowski soundtrack, because it's not like we, or I didn't own it. Had you listened to it before? No. Yeah, I just so, thought it was like a good one to buy. And I, was, I saw it like on Amazon or something. I was like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. And just bought it. Yeah. You know. So the, the thing with the Big Lebowski soundtrack is that it really is part part soundtrack part uh musical score uh-huh. so this is actually like a song um more so than some of the other ones but uh, some of these other songs that are on here really just sound like they're meant to be part of the score um more so than they were meant to be uh part of uh part of a soundtrack that you know full of pop songs or whatever um the the history on this one is kind of hard to find i mean i didn't i'm not going down a really deep rabbit hole on wikipedia or anything but um don't lie it's (laughs) i'm not lying (laughs) um but it's it's just a peruvian this is uh, like moody blues dude Dude, it does sound like that's a good call. It no, does sound like maybe it's the exact in like it's the Moody Blues Peru version. Yeah, uh, you might you might have hit it there. I don't know, um, but I'm not gonna listen to that <laughs> this song that much. Traffic Boom by Piero Piccioni. It gives it an interesting yeah. feel. Not very. ACDC used to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to sound like this, but like it gives a nice like because it leaves out so much space. Yeah, you know, it's just like the guitars versus the drums, and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. This is the whole song. It's basically like one riff. But it's it's definitely like a cool uh, I don't know. You can kind of get a feel for what's happening here, like some sort of driving mission. Yeah. <laughs> so that's traffic boom. Here comes a little Duke Ellington tune called "I Got It Bad and That Ain't Good." Uh, Nina Simone's singing on it. Dude, this could go right into into the song that's like, and you see he's got a friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bismarcky. Yeah. Just a friend. My baby never treats me. Dude, Nina Simone can sing, which is the uh, least uh, Im- least uh profound thing i've said on this podcast she does some crazy stuff with her voice at the end of this song with like the vibrato yeah um it's it's one of those things that out of context i'm not sure i totally get like was everybody trying to sound more like this back then and i'm just not familiar with it it? do you know i don't know offhand um i can look though um hmm. talk for a second (laughs) musical interlude while i look this up um 1962 Hmm. so um 
Yeah, so, you know, were jazz singers kind of like all singing like this with like the excessive vibrato? Or is this like super unique? Um, you know, I can only study so much. Um, Experimental yodeling? Yeah, <laughs> kind of sounds like Not, the greatest tool in singing I think that's, technology. That, that's an insult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably, yes. Um, this is the, I don't listen to this music. You know, yeah, and I'm not in. I'm not into it. That doesn't mean I think it's bad. I'm just like, I'm gonna skip this if if I had my choice. What what part were we talking about? Uh, let's see if I can get to it. I pretty much landed right on it there. She's doing like something with her hand, like no, I, I think it's her jaw. Oh, is what I think, but I don't know that. Um, like who knows what kind of studio magic was going on in the '60s? Yeah, know. I don't know, man. Uh, but I'm ready to move on. Stamping ground by Moon Dog. is the whole song dude i'm sorry i picked this (laughs) (laughs) were you waiting for that (laughs) no but that's definitely going on the youtube (laughs) 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 no this is weird too um yeah that's uh (laughs) it's like we pick a song it's like all right got anything else you you like how do you feel about bongos and hand (laughs) drums i love them well, you, do you love this song? Because I do. Oh, the backwards, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, what condition my condition was in. I'm pretty sure this is doing like a trippy part. I woke up this morning with the sun down shining in. I found my mind in a brown paper bag, but then this isn't like guitar. Someone's in the background just going, yeah, <laughs> just one strum. Yeah, with sunglasses on, you know. Hey, uh, excuse me, janitor. Uh, we need you to just put your fingers here and strum once every four beats. <laughs> they have another guy yeah. pointing at him. Yeah. That's that guy's job. Yeah. <laughs> Even though he could be playing yeah, guitar. Yeah. His job is to point yeah. at that guy. We need the sound of somebody who's never played guitar before. Yeah. But <laughs> so I can't do it, but I can point at you and tell you when to do it. I like this song. It's fun. Um the next song is uh, makes me uncomfortable. Sounds like tool. Yeah, you know what I the mean? whole song sounds like Tool. Did you listen to this whole song? 
No, not the whole song. Because this is what it is. Let's fast forward halfway through. Dude, yeah, it, it seems like something bad is going to happen if we listen to this in the whole, uh-huh. like a ritual. Yeah. All it is is her going, like, look, I don't want to be a jerk, but like, I'm, I just did it. Like, I sounded just like Meredith Monk. I could have written this. Okay. Is this experimental yodeling? This is experimental something. Um, The walking song is a pass for me. Look, that's mir verblieb. I don't know how to say this. You only said it. Do you know how to say no. it? No. Do you lie? Do you know how to say it? Yeah, I lie. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, do you want to hear any more of this opera song? I'm just a baby. This is what happens when we don't know what to say about certain songs like as we go to Tenacious D bits. <laughs> exactly. Here comes Lujon by Henry Mancini. I like this. I feel like I'm underwater. Bubbles floating everywhere. Oh, what's that, Guppy? <laughs> you want to take me to the magical reef of wisdom? <laughs> this is the perfect example of what i mean like this sounds like a score it doesn't sound like Uh this sounds like you know a lot of cinderella's like like, frolicking in the woods maybe not exactly but (laughs) that kind of like feel early disney movie Yeah, yeah with the strings and the swells and all that yeah Okay, let's get to the good stuff. I'm turning up the volume because we're about to do this number. Do you have a classical guitar? This is a tasty cover uh, of Hotel of California by the Gypsy Kings. This happens. This is the part of the movie where you are introduced to John Turturro. Yeah. Um, the purple jumpsuit pedophile, right? Or just sexual sex offender. Yeah. Okay. I think I don't know. It doesn't matter. I can't remember. Um, and he this the bowling ball. Yeah, and all you get is the intro. You don't get a whole the lyrics. The lyrics are the best part. I laughed really hard in the mic. How much do these guys charge for a wedding? Yeah. I don't know, but this cover is 90s. Just kidding. We can't do it. Um, hmm. 
I don't know. Probably a lot, I guess. Let's see if we can get them on. Do you think they're on, like, Cameo, or you can... <laughs> I have to have a such a love place such a love place I mean that's the best part is that they it's don't not, even do the lyrics correctly <laughs> it's not bad no it's good like I I like what it sounds like um I can't find more information on it what I'm really looking for is is this a joke or not um. because it's like the lyrics they don't just only repeat such a lonely place such uh, a lonely place you know it's like such a lovely face or uh, uh, I don't know there's another line they just skip over again it's hard to think with the music going on in your head but like do they know this is am I insulting them by thinking this is a little funny because it is a it little was funny in the movie to be funny well yeah, but I don't think they wrote it for the movie, you yeah. know? Like, did did the Coen brothers just pull yeah. it and be like, this is kind of low-key, pretty funny. Here it comes again. Such a lava place. Such a lava place. Welcome to see you in California. Dude, like, such a lava place. Oh, yeah, so they never say such a nice surprise for your uh, alibis. But it's always such a lava place. This is the kind of band that you would see like at a bar with like dr- drum machine and they're playing along with for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Dude, the talking part hilarious. Dude, Jack Black. Jack Black what? He should like cover the song. Yeah. You mean the Spanish version? Yeah. I agree. Um so that's that. I I love that. I could listen to that over and over for a long time. Uh, Carter Burwell's Techno Pop is next. Oh, I like this. I do too. I'm going to fast forward like two thirds of the way through. It's like everything's so like 60s oriented and then it gets to like. How much techno was there in the 90s? A decent amount, I think. Because you had like the Matrix and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and you had like Prodigy and some of those other like, I don't know what you call Was it like late, later 90s or? You know what this song makes me think of? The laser scene from Pick a Destiny. Oh, yeah. Especially when you get the yeah. vocals, it's like, I think I heard one of them say Marble Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Marble Madness. Yeah, so that song's cool. Give it to me. <laughs> See, dude, this is when you can just sit in a dark room for hours and just press one note on a keyboard any way you want it. Boom, do, 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 dude, you know? dude, sometimes I love that shit. And it's like, dude, I can make this sound good. When, when I was in my 80s cover band, the Wild Stallions, back in college, and then in like a, we tried to keep it going for like a year after we had all graduated. And we actually decided we were going to try to write some originals. It's a bad idea. I was really into 80s Sammy Hagar Van Halen at yeah. the time when they really got into like heavy synthesizer. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted every song to sound like that. I wanted it to be like one low droning note 
that was like at a certain cool rhythm. I wanted them to all be like that. And I kind of became like a, like David Lee Roth, a jerk, you know, like, (laughs) like I want it to be this way, you know, um, you know, we're always growing, you know, I, I know I still get opinionated, but, um, you know, back then was worse. So sorry guys from the wild stallions. Did did you tell them that they were wrong? I didn't tell them that they were wrong. I get what you're getting at. No. no, I didn't tell them they were wrong. It was also a different situation because I uh, because I was ready. We we went to West Virginia to do like a writing session. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, one of them lived at the oh. house, but um, so the whole point of the weekend was to write a bunch of songs, and they kind of didn't want to yeah you know they'd rather just like hang out that's dumb dude i know like you get there all this planning is like eh, let's just like yeah. go out to the bar well that's what i mean so like i wanted to write and they didn't and when when things are going that way uh you know i'm just gonna sit i'm gonna do it my way yeah you know? um n- none of them were like super drunk and derailing the rehearsal so i didn't have to tell them uh-huh. like you're wrong but <laughs> Uh, dude back to like our discussions about writing music yeah you know should we try to write a song together me and you yeah and like it could be serious or could it yeah we've talked about doing it separately yeah maybe like we'll do like our two projects separately and then we'll do one song together that needs yeah and it'll be like on both yeah okay that's how we do it yeah all right, we're going to have to do it. I don't know if I can do a serious song with you. Yeah, I don't take that as an insult. No. I think it's possible I will just immediately default to like... It wouldn't be D. fun, you right. know? Right, I mean, like, dude, that's the, that's the power about music, man. It's like, dude, we got like Tenacious D. Like, what do you call that? The, the two circles of a diagram? Yeah. So like Tenacious D's in our middle, dude. Yeah. And that's like what we focus on. Right, maybe. You know? Yep. We've only got one to go. As Am we I get talking to... too long? No, no, no. I wasn't. I hope I'm not trying to rush you. You're keeping me on track, dude. Good. Dead flowers, dude. I like this cover. I do too. Yeah, this is Towns Van Zant. Like I was like listening to this. I'm like, oh, I can actually understand the lyrics. Yeah, sorry, I should mention, this is uh, a Rolling Stones original. Okay, I didn't get all the way through the movie, but this sounds, either it is or is at least meant to sound live. Does this happen in the movie? I can't remember. It, It might be at the end. It sounds, yeah, it sounds well, I hope you don't see But, like, they used to do that. In my ragged company. By they, I mean, like. All that you know, I could never be alone. Like, for example, did you know, like, the Johnny Cash song, like, where he played it at the jail? And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The crowd? They put that in there. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Because I heard, like, the jail pe- people in the jail were just, like, silent. Oh, yeah. That's what I heard, but... Huh. You know what I'm saying? It's very respectful of them. Huh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, 
So that that's it. That's the last song. So in a way, there's like there's 14 tracks, but like one, two, three, seven that have lyrics. Um, and even of those seven, like ones that the Duke Ellington Nina Simone song, where it's like I'm not really into like 60s, you know, jazz yeah. or whatever. Um, so, you know, this isn't. Look, five stars, but I might not listen to it again. Yeah. Uh, no, I will listen to it. There's songs on here worth listening to, but like. Like playlist. Yeah. The, it wouldn't get five stars if we didn't live the five stars only lifestyle. Yeah. Is maybe what I'm saying. Um, yeah. So um, I think that means it's cover cut hidden gem time. Oh boy. Oh boy. I think we know which ones we which one we would cover. Uh, well, I don't know. What one would you cover? Dude, Hotel California may have to hire a guy. <laughs> you know, I didn't pick Hotel California. I picked. I picked. Uh, just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Oh yeah. Because I think you could genuinely make that song like rock a little bit. I mean, I love the ho- I love Hotel California, but yeah. um, I don't know. Was, I just didn't pick it. I think because it's a cover of a cover. Yeah. You know, if it was, if they had written it and it had been like that, I probably would have chosen it. But hard to say. I would cover a cover of a cover. Yeah. So that's it. Um, what would you cut? There's so many to choose from. <laughs> I'm choosing the walking song, the one with just the girl breathing. Oh. See, I feel like you need that in the movie, though. But, like, as a soundtrack. Yeah, okay. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I get what you're saying. I mean, you could pick from <laughs> any... You could pick the opera song. You could pick the jazz song. You could pick the bongo song. You could pick the Disney song. I'm glad I've given these proper names. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I might... Now that I'm thinking about it, I might cut the Disney song. Dude, I'm cutting the traffic one. Yeah. Wait, traffic boom? Yeah. Okay. I kind of like that one compared to the others. <laughs> anyway, um, hidden gem. You know, I didn't explain what the hidden gem was on the last episode. Hidden gem is the song on here that isn't a single that we like. Uh, the singles on here, we're going to say, are The Man and Me, her eyes are a blue million miles. Dripped out, just dropped in to see what condition my condition was in. Um, and Hotel California and Dead Flowers. Those are where, what we're going to say are the singles. So uh, would you like to give your hidden gem first uh, or would you like me to? My hidden gem's like the first like string song. Ah. You know what I'm talking about? Um, it might be that one. Yeah. Wait. Which, number uh, four so, yeah that one is the opera ish song yeah you like that one yeah techno pop techno oh, pop yeah, i forgot about that's that the one. hidden gem yeah um so <laughs> soundtracks soundtracks are a really weird I, honestly part of the reason i picked soundtracks as the theme is because there are some good 90s soundtracks that can like really segue nicely into some other uh some other bands to talk about. And this one like falls outside of that. But, and in that case, it's kind of interesting to, like I said, see how the soundtrack like fits into the movie. This is just like 
because it's so weird, just like the movie is so weird and like disjointed, it's hard to it's hard to look at it as like a whole complete piece and be like, this soundtrack was good or yeah. this soundtrack was bad. Um, it's more like this soundtrack needs to have the movie playing or else it doesn't make a lot of sense. Dude. Because we talked about like Star Wars or something, right? And it's yeah. just like all strings. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I thought this would have like all hard rock. Yeah. Or at least more like yeah. the Elvis Costello's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I like the first three tunes. Um, I like the Hotel California from the Gypsy Kings is hilarious. I like Technopop. I like Dead Flowers. Um, I can listen to the other stuff too. But, um, you know, if I'm popping it in, I'm popping it in because I'm like, listen to this soundtrack from... Big Lebowski, isn't it weird like the Big Lebowski? I'm not it's not like some other soundtracks where I'm like, this song has some killer songs on it. Let's yeah. just listen to this soundtrack, you know? Um so I would say um if you're thinking about going and buying it, which by the way, it came out twenty years ago, what took you so long? But if you've been waiting twenty years to decide, I think I'd probably say just look up some of the other songs on YouTube or something and listen to them. <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know if it's worth the buy. If you're a big Lebowski fan. Yeah, if you Yeah. Yeah, if you're a huge Lebowski fan, then Just, you probably already own this. And if you if want you your life to be the big Lebowski movie, buy the soundtrack. Yeah. But if you're just like me and you just kind of like live your life and the Big Lebowski is something that happens during that time. Dude, so what then were you thinking? You can pass. We're like, what the f, Sam? No. Actually, what I was thinking while I was listening to listening to it was this is I actually thought this is kind of perfect. It's like weird. Uh-huh. There's going to be because it's so weird there'll be a lot of talk to talk about, but in prepping for this I was like, wait a minute. It's too it's not cohesive at all. It's difficult yeah. to find a way to talk about it because it's so weird. Yeah. Like and and it's torturous to make be like you know part of what we try to do is sometimes find like little clips to be like listen to this part listen to that part like here's what they're doing here and here's what they're doing there sometimes and this part is so far this album is so far out of our wheelhouse right that like i can't tell you what is going on in some of these and and the ones where i can they're not quite interesting enough to make it worth like a rewind or a rewind. trying to find your mark yeah so it's not bad but it's it's uh it's not flawless let's put it that way so get what you know what have well thanksgiving has passed and when this is released um catch up with us uh catch up with us next week for the first episode of the foo fighters series the foo fighters uh i'm gonna throw it out I'm going to throw it out right now. Kevin Brennan will be on with us unless he eats a bad shrimp, which is a joke we will continue for all times. Um, Forever. So hopefully he's here to talk about their self-titled album, and uh, hopefully you're here too. And we'll see if he lies. We will also see if he lies. Yeah. I'm excited. Bye. Bye. I got a story.
soundtracks, I need to know more about the movie. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard because it's a because movies you gotta sit down and watch. Right. Like I told you, I tried to watch. I tried to watch. Uh, Big Lebowski, like, at work while I was working. It's just not possible. It can't be done. 